Hello, my friends. Welcome to Deeper Than Dating, the best place for singles to uplevel their lives and take advantage of their single time. I'm your host, Sarah Mack, breakup and relationship coach, and I'm here to guide you to uplevel and upgrade your single life by building a deeper connection with yourself. I'm on a mission to help millennials take advantage of their single time so they can get over their past, stop settling in life, attract better relationships, and have fun while being single. On Deeper Than Dating, we will explore topics of self-development, psychology of love, relationships, and breakups, mindset, spirituality, and manifestation in order to deepen the relationship with ourselves, which is truly the secret to deeper dating. Whether you find yourself still trying to get over your ex, questioning all your relationship decisions, desiring a more fulfilling single life, or chasing your next relationship, this is the place to be. It doesn't matter where you're at in your journey because the answer will be the same. Dig deeper into your connection with yourself in order to attract a better life and level up. It's not about dating. It's not about the breakup. It's not about your future. It's always deeper. Let's dive in. Okay. okay, we're live, deeper deeper than dating, and I'm here with my friend and business collaborator. What what are we? We don't know. We're Zodiac we're, business partners, remember? We're Z- yeah, Zodiac business besties. Lee Michael Pronko, mm-hmm. and he is the founder an owner and CEO. You didn't give me a, a title. I hate, so. I hate all those titles. Please. I'm just the I'm just you need to prepare me. Don't ever okay. use those titles again. What is your title? Creator. Creative yeah. director. Definitely not that. I don't ever want to be called a creative director. Okay. Lee Michael Pronko. He has started new and upcoming. It's you're going to be everywhere dating app heartstring so you're you're getting in the know now behind the scenes yeah get in the scene the scene is video only um do you want me to talk about that should i talk about what it is yes tell us what heartstring is and we'll we'll go from there okay uh the heartstring pretty much is just a video focused dating app so for me video is the vibe within one to three seconds I can get a better sense of if I have a vibe with someone you know so I decided that after you know my perpetual hell of dating for many years uh, that it was time to um, consider that we should probably have a better experience in dating not saying it was all hell but I just you know it's uh, dating is tough dating is challenging and I think the way that current dating apps have been designed um, create a pretty impersonal experience, um, an experience that doesn't feel good for a lot of people. And I just think that we can do better. And so I spent the last year and a half talking to daters, um, both in my own dating experience and, you know, barraging people on my Facebook and LinkedIn and meeting people like you and getting their feedback on their dating experiences. And then I packaged it all up into the first version of Heartstring, which is basically video only and you can only have three matches so you need to be a little bit more intentional who you're matching with 
And then the other cool piece where my Zodiac business bestie comes in is uh, we have an ecosystem of coaches and content creators um, and matchmakers. So, you know, trying to create something that's a little bit more empowering and a little bit more awareness about different topics and maybe challenges and issues people have, or just if you want to um, be exposed to a little bit more different things in, in, a, in an experience versus just you know, swiping or paying to get a subscription or something. So I think we can do better. And that's where we are now. We just launched a month ago-ish. So it's officially on the App Store, correct? Yeah, App Store, Google Play. Get it right now, Heartstring. That's it. So you said you went through dating hell. What does that mean? Because I'm sure a lot of people can relate, including myself. However, I like to be more positive around these subjects. Like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's all it's all great data that we go through that we get when mm-hmm. we're in the dating scene. What does mm-hmm. what does that mean to you, though? Yeah, I'm just obviously being facetious, and it's not actually a perpetual hell. I think it's a great experience to go through dating, so you can kind of determine works for you what you're looking for um, and share a lot of great experiences with people that you may otherwise may not have met right so um, but it also is and can be exhausting you can go on a lot of dates that um, you probably shouldn't have gone on or you can meet a lot of people that don't work or align with you and part of that I think is it takes a lot of time and energy to invest which is important I do think you should invest in your dating experience but I think maybe we can part of it is we can do better in how we determine who and how to invest time in. And so that's where this video piece comes in for me of being able to not jump on a video call with someone that is a different thing entirely with Mm -hmm. hard strength all built around video, just like on TikTok or Instagram stories, where I see a piece of your life world. Sure. It can be curated. That's the nature of us presenting ourselves in the world. But when I see video of someone, their tone of voice, body language, the content of their life they're sharing that speaks to me much more than reading Mm -hmm. a prompt or a bio or looking at some photos that may otherwise be old or created in a way that gives a different perspective. Right. And I'm not saying those things aren't helpful and they're not, not important. It's just that I think they provide a low resolution view of someone. I get a better sense of, of someone when I connect with them through video, just like in real life. Mm-hmm. that's kind of step, step one to me so again perpetual hell was just a joke but yeah i think that i think that um dating it's just like when you're you know in my case when i made that joke it's coming from a place of i work a full-time job i'm also a single dad and i'm working on heartstrings so i have very limited cycles to commit to dating even though yeah it's fun and people would ask them why are you dating them well i also want to enjoy my life and have experiences with people so that's the trade-off but i do think um, video gives me that faster ability to make a decision, if you will. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. Yeah. You're smiling, but tell me. I'm just, well, I'm just, I'm just giving you shit. I know. I feel like it, it is so relatable to, uh, for people to feel like dating is an ongoing thing. And I feel like most people are doing it. It's become so mindless to where they're just like, okay, I'm bored. I'm going to get on the apps or like, I, I want to be in a relationship. So I'm just going to get on the apps and maybe I'll meet my person. And what you're really getting at and what we've talked about a lot 
is being so intentional with the dating experience. So the fact that you can only match with three people, that is huge because um, I know I, I can think of one app that I've tried that does that. And the, the other ones that don't do that, you're, you're, you match with people or for me personally, I'll match with someone. And then I'm like, okay, let me just keep swiping to see what else is out there. You don't really have the incentive to keep talking with them. So I think that's huge. Yeah. And so just to go deeper onto that point of the matching. So currently in its first version, you can match with many people, but there has to be a mutual match, right? So I liked you, you liked me, but you can only converse with three people at any given time. So that forces you to consider like, who am I mm. chatting with right now? Um, and again, I just, I like to keep things simple when building something first to see what daters are asking for. What do they want to see more? Of? What do they want to see less of? And for me, the starting point is simply like, hey, three conversations at most. So consider that, you know, if I want to talk with you, I may have to swap someone out of my queue if I already have three people. And that forces me to consider like, hey, like, should I probably talk with Sarah a little bit more than these people? Probably if I'm not getting a response, because I mean, a lot of people have in their dating apps, uh, at least from what I've been hearing, and even in my own experience, you know, having a couple of matches, people just fade off or they stay there, you match, maybe you have a bit of conversation, nothing happens, you know, and they're just there. And you're like, what am I? Why am I? Do I like, do I unmatch them? Do I tell them that I'm going to unmatch them? You know, like, I think there's a lot of things that go on in Deidre's mind mm -hmm. in that experience that actually also take away from the experience of enjoying dating too, right? Like, maybe I'm not the only one that thinks like, hey, I have, you know, let's just say eight people in my match queue right now. And I'm only talking with maybe one or two. And these other six that are there, I'm like, we had a few conversations. We, we Maybe we tried to set up a date. It didn't work. Maybe one day I wake up and I see that they've, they've deleted me as a match. It's like, you know, all those like feelings, I think, I think a lot of people can relate to that, those kinds of thoughts in the dating experience. So I think trying to like limit that experience a little bit and just push out the noise of that will actually create a, a net positive, a, a more positive experience to focus on the people that you're actually interested in and that are interested in you. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. It's being, being more intentional and clear about what you're looking for so that you do have to, I mean, it, it's the paradox of choice. We have too many choices then doesn't mean we're going to be happier. It means we're just going to going to probably sit in that limbo of not making any choices or making any moves. Mm -hmm. But let me ask you to, to that point, let me ask you, like, have you had those kinds of thoughts before when you're dating or experiences where you're like, oh, I have this match. Maybe we went on one date. Maybe nothing happened. Should I tell them that I'm not that interested? I'm moving on. Like, or do those thoughts come up for you when you're actually dating and having uh, an experience in the app? Yeah, let's dive into that one because I feel like that's opening up a whole can of worms. Um, I think it's important because I think people can relate. I think I'm not the only one that have had that have had those thoughts. No, friends, it's our and I think, culture. Yeah, hundred percent. Which is what I um, I hate about dating or modern dating is you go on a date and I feel like everyone the mindset the mindset of everyone is is this my person rather than um, letting it grow into something 
or putting the effort into seeing where it could go, people Mm -hmm. are, are trying to figure out on the first date, whether this is their person or not. Yeah. And that's actually, we've chatted about this before, right? Like having that acceptance of the the moment and enjoying the experience and what that brings. It's like, it's like without creating a narrative of where the possibility of all this can go, you come back to the present moment. Again, that's more of like tactics and strategies of how to date. That's not my wheelhouse, but that's, that's something I've certainly been guilty of and something I've, I have, I've had to focus on, but going, going back though, to the, to the deeper piece of the experience in the app, when you have a couple of matches in your match queue and you may be chatting with a few I mean, I'm sure thoughts come up for people out there of like, hey, I've been chatting with this person for two weeks now. We haven't gone on a date. Oh, mm. I chatted with this person. They've gone silent. What's happening? Do I just unmatch them? Do I send a second message and see if they're interested? They didn't answer that. What do I do? Oh, there's a few other ones that I've matched with. No, you know, I sent a nice message to their prompt. They haven't replied. They're just in my match queue. Why don't they unmatch me? Why don't they just delete me then? Why am I sitting here? Is it because they're on other dates maybe? And they, you know, like, again, not to like overanalyze it all, but I do think that a lot of people have those thoughts when they're experiencing. And I think, I think that takes away from, from enjoying it. Cause not everyone can just shut it off and be like, I have this like beautiful match. I want to chat with them, but they haven't sent me a message. So it's like, what do you do? You know? And then to to also add for it's probably different for men and women i feel like women have so so an overwhelming amount of matches do you do you feel that way i mean from what i'm hearing from talking to daters that's exactly what i hear is that it's a lot of work and because there already is so many and they have to be so picky at even sifting through you know the the hundreds that they may have you know and i it's quite shocking that that's the experience and it's challenging and it's unfortunate that that's the experience, to be honest. It sounds like it's exhausting before you even get started. So a man, let's say again, speaking from my perspective, that that begins to just even reach out to someone that I may be interested in, the, the level of like effort that you put in, so I'm going to put in like maybe a nice message to respond to your prompt. Like it's I'm being intentional, I'm being, you know, like this is what I'm interested in, whatever it is. And they, they may not even be able to respond to that, even though in some other time and place, they would want to respond to it because, but right now they're overwhelmed with, you know, 50 other notifications and matches. Yeah. Or they're not really utilizing the apps with the intention of going on dates or finding a person, but kind of just hoping it'll just magically be so clear that this is their person rather than putting in the extra effort and the work to meet me in person to fill it out and see if they like like them yeah I think that I think it's like everyone's dating intentions can be different and that's the that's the cool thing about the entirety of the dating pool like everybody has different things they're looking for what they want to get out of it but 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 the truth is though the like determining even if you can get to the same place of alignment of like what even your intentions are is already like you're already at a disadvantage in some ways because you're there's so many messages and notifications you can't even begin to discuss with someone like cool like what are you interested in? what do you like you can't even see if there's a connection and a, and a point to that actually which i think is really interesting here i watched a tiktok video yesterday and i actually produced a video reply on heartstrings tiktok to it which is that um this influencer was saying you know 
bios and prompts are yes photos are important but bios and prompts are the number one thing and i'm like that's cool but like if you're going to tell me that a piece of static text and a prompt in a bio is actually the number one thing for me it's not a really good indicator whatsoever of chemistry and mm -hmm. and because in real life you're not like again you're not going like do you like pizza what's your university degree like no one you don't care what you do is you you get a sense of their vibe right and so i'm like i'm like i think how we're approaching is we're actually swiping probably off a whole host of people that we actually could be attracted to and another example to support that would be another dating coach on instagram also posted this and she goes get off you know get off the apps of uh, whatever for that's her whole you know shtick but it's like one of the points she made was like that um that her friend swiped left or whatever whatever no is i can't i don't even know whatever yeah left on this person and they met they met in real life and they they they're getting married now and i was like yeah that's fucking awesome but what that demonstrates to me is that the the way the app was designed did not give that person a chance to showcase to the best of abilities who they are yes there are limits to like real life the goal of an of a dating app for me is to actually get to real life the, the, as a it's a vehicle to real life like it's not to like build this whole thing like a resume it's actually just to be like what's the fastest way for us to like get a sense of vibe cool okay how do we safely get to real life and then and then as you know we talk about this larger coaching ecosystem and how do we support healthy relationships along the way period like that's like the journey for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like it demonstrates to me like those two points of this like paradox of like if prompts and bios are so important like how is that really a good measure of chemistry and then also you could literally just swipe off swipe off someone that you actually probably could connect with so maybe tons of people are just swiping left and no one people that they actually may connect but yet they're like not getting successful matches or not having successful relationships or having a good dating experience because they could be just so programmed by preferences everybody's so programmed with like I need six foot tall men. I need a university degree. Like that's not, I think really how we meet people in real life, at least based on what I'm hearing and, and my experience. And also when I speak with people, mm -hmm. so that's my, I just think we've been really conditioned to that, that this experience of, of swiping and putting so much pressure on like this crafting of, of this like meticulous profile. Mm -hmm. like it's, and you have so limited time, like less than what, half a second you swipe on a photo? Like, yeah. does that really do justice? Your worth is not measured by this. So anyone listening to that, I put a video on there. No one really cared about it. I only got 200 views, but you know what? I think it's important. Like your worth is not measured on a fucking swipe. Okay. So don't let it get you down. That's like yeah. super important. It's so hard not to, you know, it's so hard not to feel like someone would match me. Someone you can't swipe. take it personally. No. Cause it's, it's the way it, it's the way it's conditioned. It's totally, I'm trying to bring back some like human into dating. Like that's literally at the core of this, what it is. It's like, let's bring back some humanness here. You all, everyone shares, most people have social media. Most people share their life world on their Instagram or TikTok. Why mm -hmm. don't we share some of that on dating and make it fun? Like Instagram and TikTok are fun. If you use it in that way, like it's fun to use. Like mm -hmm. why are we having fun in dating? Why is it so fucking like, Everyone is like, I'm tired. I hate it. I'm off the apps. I want to meet someone in real life. Like, yeah, you can do all those things and still use apps and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of what I was saying earlier. Like, I think it's, it's freaking amazing that we have these resources to 
be able to get on an app and be like, oh, I want to go get a drink with someone or I'm in a new city. I want to meet up with someone that is unbelievable that we have that. And not to mention people are finding each other through TikTok because they're getting to know each other. They're getting to know each other's personalities so well and starting to date. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm just looking at something. Are you dating right now? I mean, I may be. That's uh, I, rude. I You're on a kidding. date with me. I'm just I know. I'm you know I always want to go on a date with you. I'm just kidding. I have a date at seven seven. No, I was just checking. Um, you know, being a single parent, just double checking that my son is picked up accordingly from daycare and checking in with my co-parent quickly. Okay. 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 Child stuff. Yeah, dad, dad, dad stuff, you know? Okay. I do have this fun fact, this interesting fact that I think is so relevant to what we're talking about. And it comes from BBC. It can take between 90 seconds and four minutes to decide if we fancy someone fancy. You can tell it's British, but this has little to do with your smooth talking. As far as attraction goes, here's how we get the message. 55% is through body language. 38% is the tone and speed of our voice. Mm -hmm. Only 7% is through what we say. People don't give a shit about what you say. They care about how you say it, what you look like when you're saying it, the body Mm. language. Are you confident? How does your voice sound? Because that's all biology too. We are we attracted to someone's voice? Hundred percent. So that just validated my thesis, which is that I've been saying this all along: body language, tone of voice. This is these are the indicators. Smell, but of course you're not. You know, you're not on video. Not you're not going to get there yet. No, not, not there yet. But the fact that it can take, we know within 90 seconds to four minutes. So we don't even have to go on a date. We, if we see a video, you know, if, if we talk to someone for five minutes, we usually, if we, and check in with our bodies, the way we feel, mm-hmm. we you can, don't even need, you don't even need to, you don't even need to get on a video call with them. I mean, that could be one thing, but. Yeah, you don't need to, but you could just see some videos of them doing things, Mm -hmm. right? And you'd be like, okay, I'm already getting that vibe, but that's a fantastic. Can you send me that actually? I need that. Yeah, like, how do you not have this? Because I have so many things, so much information to sift through. I mean, that's good that you found that that to me. I'm going to throw it into a presentation. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually throwing that into my presentation for Denver Startup Week this week. I don't know when this is launching, but if you launch this before Friday, Denver Startup Week. Every Friday. Boom. Every Friday. Denver Startup Week this week. Tune into my panel, UX of Love. Check it out. All things love. This is all love. Podcast with you, all love. Is that going to be recorded? Yeah, tell love. us what, what that is. Denver what Startup. Is? The Denver Startup. Yeah. Um, so it's just a panel of uh, other dating app founders that are going to be speaking about their experiences and lessons learned from talking with daters and kind of their process. So pretty excited. Just going to run through kind of the past in a super short presentation, literally like three minutes, um, kind of just the journey of like my experience of dating, what I did to start talking to daters, um, what I discovered and where we are now and where we're headed. Um, I mean, you know, pretty much the whole story and we're already talking about it today. So yeah, it's just going to be a nice audience to, to reach out to and see where this can go from here. 
but send me that link because that actually is perfect for my slide on. Um, I will, yeah, I will send it to you. Um, okay. So we know why heartstring stands out from other apps and you know, your why it sounds like we, we have a good idea of your why behind it or what is your why? Like what, what, what it keeps you going? Because I feel like as with entrepreneurship, especially in the dating world, it's probably a lot of highs and lows. What really keeps you going? Like, what do you, what is your vision? How do you want to serve your, your customers and what's the future for you? Yeah, those are great questions. Actually, that in my presentation on Friday, that's kind of the last slide I talk about. So this is perfect. Um, yeah, you definitely need an incredibly strong why for the ups and downs. So for me, my why is um, I think there's there's kind of a few pieces to the why. So one of the first pieces, and I'll always start with this one, is I'm a single father, right? And I have a son. And so my why is I'm doing this for, you know, my son and my family. Uh, I always be, I have an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit. So um, that's what pushes me when I need to get up and get something done when I'm not motivated, because motivation kind of isn't real. But that's like my, my why. It's like for my son. So, you know, but the why for the customer and the daters and the experience is because I'm just so tired of hearing about how terrible dating is that I'm like, we need to fucking make a change. Like we can't. And like, everybody goes, Oh, you can't, it's so high that the chasm is so big. The mountain is so high to climb. All these people own all this stuff in the market. So what, I, as long as you don't quit, you're going to get somewhere. So for me, the why is like, I'll show this that we can actually make a different experience for people. And, and all the people that have been part of this journey since the beginning, you coaches and all the daters that I talk to, they're all part of forming a different vision and culture of dating. So the why is we can show a better way in how people are dating and a net benefit can come of that. Whatever that is, whether it's better relationships, better quality matches, more educated public, you know, based on the content we share, whatever that is there, I want to create a net benefit, better experience in the culture of dating. So that's the other why, which is a moonshot why and everybody thinks it was a joke but now we have a dating app and a vision and our values all align with what our vision is and what we're building you know the features align being more authentic right we believe video is a better indicator of demonstrating authenticity at the gate being more intentional we believe that three matches create more intentionality in dating and creating a very specific user journey you know these are all little parts that tie back to that so um yeah my why is I want to, I want to do this with everybody and show, <clears throat> you know, show us we can make a change. We don't have to settle for less. I'm tired of settling for all these like bullshit apps that make you pay for, to access the dating pool. No, like let's stop, let's stop living like that. Let's, let's like enjoy. No, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> like, like no more living like that. And I'm tired what? of the, the opposite, which is like, get off the apps, do this. It's like, no, it's not either or it's like, let's create a different way. It's like mm. you don't go, you don't, you don't go like, you don't go like, don't do this or do this. You have to show the way. And the way is not in extremes. The way is, a, is it like, here's what exists. Dating apps will exist forever. Okay. We're always going to meet people online. And that's awesome. That gives people across geographies, language barriers, everything to be able to connect with someone they may not otherwise have 
ever seen in their entire life, which is really cool. But also, yeah, we want to meet in real life too. And I think that that's a, a dating app can just be a vehicle to also meet people in real life. So why don't we just show that we can actually make some tiny changes? We're not trying to solve the world's problems here. We're trying to focus in on a few little pain points that leaders have, start there, see what resonates, and then build from the ground up. Just like all those other companies did a decade ago when they introduced the swiping, which solved the problem of being on a web, you know, a web page and scrolling through big, you know, 30 to 100, reloading the page to get more, more matches or doing all these bullshit AI personality tests. Nobody wants AIs to match anybody. That's another gripe is because everybody's like, ooh, artificial intelligence is going to match your personality with this bullshit. Nobody wants that. Okay. I don't want that. I want humanness. I don't want a machine or a test telling me what works for me. I want the real raw experience. So that's another why. Is On to that just, note, you know, what humanness. So yeah. I want to segue or not segue, but it kind of bounces off of that is the humanness I would, I want to challenge is that so let's say people are back in the dating scene and, or they've had all these failed relationships, yet they're continuing to get, get on the dating apps and judge by their humanness, which I would say is likely, you know, their attraction patterns that maybe they should should look into because what we feel like might oh this is someone i'm usually attracted to this is my type this is this is going to be a good connection or there's a spark may not always be an indicator of a long-term relationship which i'm want to say is why the coaching aspect of on your app or the encouraging people to really work on themselves, which is what I'm all about, all about is working on yourself while you're single is going to add to who you're attracted to or the types of relationships you want to want to attract. So I feel like that's a whole other layer. Did I, did that make any sense? What I just said? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, to, to sum that up, it's like, I think for me to create an ecosystem where daters can access additional content for awareness, whether it's comedic content, whether it's talks, things that people perceive as taboo, like sexual conversations, whether it's date dating coaching and understanding like what you just said, attraction pattern. I think all that is healthy and amazing for people to just access that at the ready while they're dating. Mm-hmm. Um, because why not? Like, why can't I, why do I have to go somewhere else? I, I'm in the sphere of dating. It's like when you go to the you know, you go to the health and fitness world, you're in the sphere of health and fitness. So you may need to get like supplements. You may need to go to a gym. You're like, why are we doing that in dating? That this is the sphere. Yes. Of dating. yes. So for me, I'm like, let's have that in there as an additional resource that people can leverage so that they can actually experience better quality dating. And that may be, Hey, I need to take a look at maybe my own habits in dating or hey, maybe I actually want to get a a matchmaker so that I can be like, this is what I'm looking for. And I'd love to get your feedback and insight on on matchmaking. Or, hey, I just want to consume some content that actually makes this journey more fun and share it with another dater. And maybe we vibe off of that. Like, whatever that is, that's interesting to me. And I don't think anybody needs to... um, I don't think it's like, it's more just like access to it for an awareness will also help 
it, I think as a net benefit again, because it's like more education, more awareness, you know, and we, no one, it's not that anyone needs that. It's just like, Hey, that's at the ready for you. Try this. It's like, when I go on, you know, uh, one of the gym apps, it's like, Oh, try this exercise. I'm like, I've never seen that. Cool. Let's see what happens. You know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like exposure to something that could shift my perspective about things. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's creating awareness in the, in the world that you're in. So if you are, if you do want a relationship or you do want to just meet people or practice dating or whatever your intention is, there's those resources that are already in there that people are probably seeing on TikTok, but now they can see it in heartstring and how it's going to be implemented is, is them practicing using it and, and creating awareness and then showing up differently in their dating world. Yeah. Yeah. And there's lots of, again, like we're just at the first stage of, you know, getting hearting out the doors, lots of ideas that I have in mind of like how we can create that ecosystem of, you know, video driven content around that people can find stuff on TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, of course there's influencers there. There's all the coaches, all the people, but I think it's different when you're actually in the environment, like again, going into a dating app, like part of that is you're not just there to get your swipes in because there's a, there's no swiping in heartstring either. So it's like, it's like, what is that ecosystem and experience beyond just the like, oh, I want to find someone. Because normally you open the dating app, right? You're like, swipe, 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 close, open up, swipe, 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 chat a little bit. You know, like mm-hmm. that's kind of this like cycle that people are in. I'm like, why can't we open this up as like a tool to not only meet people and date, but like leverage some of the resources in there, whether it's again, the coaching, the matchmaking as part of that experience. Like, I think that's interesting, sharing the content. Um so yeah that's it that's all I got like I don't know okay well before we completely wrap up I want to ask a few fun questions so actually I don't know if this is considered fun but I do want to know since my audience is all for singles is this is a place yes I'm single I know everyone wants to know I am everyone's dying to know um no that's not what I want to know I want to know what, as a man, do you think that other men can be doing to work on themselves so that they can show up better in their future relationships? Like what can they be doing to up-level themselves while they're single? Or what do you do while you're single that you feel like it's like non-negotiable for you now? Yeah. Up-leveling yourselves. I mean, man should always be up leveling himself, whether it's, you know, physical, mental, um, that's key. Number two is, um, you should, again, it's pretty broad, your question, but focusing on my own experiences, you have to do the things that help you stay grounded, regardless if you have a woman or not in your life or a man in your life, whatever your preferences are. The point is you should be doing those things regardless if someone's in your life or not. That's like mm-hmm. number one, because, because if you don't do those things, again, I, I'm not a but what things, <laughs> what things have you done? In, and I'm asking you because I feel like you've done yeah. a lot of work that that could help a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, so you should be doing some form of physical movement, whether that's you're working out, you're, uh, whether you are running, playing a sport, uh, doing martial arts, you know, like these are all ways to keep grounded physically, right? And mentally. Another thing, you probably should be doing some form of meditation. You know, meditation has been proven over and over again to be a key p- 
piece to staying grounded in your life. You know, whether you have anxiety, depression, the, this helps with that. Um, at least from my, from my perspective, do whatever else you have to do, but meditation helps for me. Physical activity helps for me. And then breath work, you know, breath work's another thing that works well. Um, you know, find what works for you. There's tons of tutorials, tons of teachers out there that you can leverage. Those, those are kind of three key pieces for me that I do, irregardless if I have someone in my life or not, because I've had to, I've had to come from the place, you know, in my own dating experiences of feeling that needing someone, right. And you need someone in your life, but it's like, once you're comfortable doing whatever you need to do for yourself without someone else, then you know that you're at least partly you're ready to show up and you can, you can date and be, be free. And you're not making concessions. Also, that's another one is like, stop making concessions about like letting someone like overstep those boundaries. It's like, Oh, that's cool. I'm, I won't work out today. I'll just come pick you up or we'll just go hang out. It's like, no, like that's when you know that you should definitely be doing what you need to do and stick to your routine and your habits, but you have to do it so much that it just becomes part of you. Like I can't go through a day I can't get past 1 p.m. if I haven't got to work it. And I'm not a nice person. I know my cortisol is all amped up. Mm -hmm. So it's like, boom, I got to keep to that routine no matter what, right? Even I told you before I came on the podcast, I'm like, I have to go box before this date. Like, otherwise yeah. I'm not going to show up. So for me, like, though, like, you better make sure that you have some form of self-care. And again, that's not drinking, crushing a bunch of beers. And, you know, that's not self-care. Like, that's not work. Like, I love as you know, crushing IPA and listening to music and working like that's cool, but it's like, you better do some form of thing that helps you grow. That's, that's hard, you know, work getting up every day and, and doing a workout or getting a run in or going training, you know, jujitsu, Muay Thai, whatever it is, that's hard mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. Like getting up every day, sitting for five minutes in meditation, hard work. Like, mm -hmm. like I like, like a commitment, just yeah. showing up consistency is, yeah. is discipline consistency and discipline is what what I think and and you know what as a man too like be ambitious do do the things that you want to do re again regardless of a woman or there or not and I think I think that's attractive to people people will find that attractive they'll be like wow okay this man's had this man has his own stuff going on he's doing his own thing he's ambitious like those are the things that from my perspective as a man like I I do those things and I've cultivated those things and I mean, I'm still dating. It's not, I don't know what I'm looking for per se, but it's like, there, it works for me because that's, I stick to my, my boundaries. You know, I stick to who I am. People know right away. If you're not doing those things, they're like, oh, he's making excuses or he's canceling his own plans. He's not. Yeah. If I'm like, if I was like, Hey Sarah, I, uh, I have a date tonight. Like I can't do the podcast. Sorry. I got to go. Like that would be me not showing up for my commitments as part of my entrepreneurial journey right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that doesn't you that energy people feel that energy it's like you know what I'm saying yeah and building that commitment to yourself while you're single it's like the perfect time to do it to figure out what makes you you what makes you most alive and joyful and happy and feel good that's kind of the whole point there's so many different tangents I could go off on of what you just said. Like, I feel like we're so what? Oh, my cat just was going wild. Uh, but that, no, but that's a good point was those that you had to be putting in the work for a long period of time, but you can't like, I get yeah. it. I hear that and go, I'm starting out. Yeah. Habits. Fuck, start right now. Start right now. But I'm telling you, it takes a long time to look back and go after like, think about it. COVID was what 
you know, two years or, or whatever. It's like, you have to been putting in the works that when you get to this point where you're like, oh, someone's asking me to go like for drinks, it's like Friday and like, but I have a commitment to like work on my business. It's like, do I, like at that point you, you would already be like, no, like I'm good. I got to work right now, you know, or another time maybe you do go up, but it's like the, the point is, is that you already cultivated that conviction and that, and you've worked on that consistency and that discipline that when you get to the situation that's like in front of you, you're already ready to still show up and not make the sacrifice. So everyone may start doing something, you know, for a couple of weeks, but then they fall off because, because it takes so much time to habituate yourself to not fall into that pattern. Yes. And one thing that keeps coming up in all the research I'm doing is identity. So it's like, if you want to accomplish this future version of yourself, you have to think of that identity and become that identity first. And you're not going to be that become the identity that you're creating by just half-assing it. Like you have to step into Mm -hmm. the habits that that future version of you is already doing. That's right. And you have to, you actualize who you want to become in the moments that matter most that are very practical and very simple in your day-to-day life. And when nobody's around, that's when those, Mm -hmm. all those key parts are actualized when you're executing on them every day, day in, day out, consistently. It's mm-hmm. never, it's never like, wow, I just, it's like when people are like, oh, you just launched an app. And it, it, some people think like, it just blows up right away. I'm like, that would be amazing. And that's very lucky if that happens, but that's not the case. It's like years of grinding behind the scenes. Yeah. And then, okay, now people are aware of, of that app, you know? So it's just like you and that just, and the, the other takeaway, I think from that of like advice to men, like there's so much pressure out there to like succeed and be like, you know, look a certain way. And there's a whole host of things we could talk about there too. But like, I think there's a lot of pressure and pressure for everybody, but I'm just, again, speaking from a man's perspective to be a certain type of of person. And you really have to shut out the noise to be like, you know, what am I capable of? What, what can I push myself harder on? Like where, and filter out all of that conversation, whether it's you struggle with body image, you know, like I've had those challenges struggling Mm -hmm. with body image to be like, this is a, this is how I should look when it, when I should be like, yo, this is what my capabilities are. And I'm just going to maximize those. And I'm mm-hmm. going to push myself to like be there. That's like, so filtering out the noise, I think is another key. This seems to be yeah. a whole episode in itself of maximizing, yeah. optimizing your, your life. Well, your... That's the second one. That's the second. Yeah. Part. Let's do that. Let's make do a whole it. nother episode. Okay. Because I have, I agree with, I mean, this is why we're just so much alike. This is why we clicked because we should just do I living the God. same life. I'm telling you. We need but to just my question it. on that was you're like, you said, I think this is, that's attractive to people. And like, yes, women, that is attractive. But what about women that are that way? Because it's very much the masculine energy versus the feminine energy. And I'm very much in my masculine energy and I need yeah. to. So that's, that's awesome. not I attractive. That I don't know. I think that it is attractive though, at least from to my perspective. Extent. Yeah. I mean, when you're stepping into your own as a woman and owning entrepreneurship, owning business, whatever, like why does, why does someone else need to feel like they have like low confidence when it's like, they would appreciate and respect that and be like, yo, you're, you're crushing it. Like why do, and, and that actually would help you demonstrate alignment with someone else. So if you're attracted to those types, you know, yeah. if you're a type 
but a lot of women in their masculine energy and of course it's a spectrum that sways um so they're attracting more more men in their feminine energy and then they're wondering well why am i attracting these types of men i want to be with a manly man again this could be a whole other episode yeah that's um, a whole other episode though we're just scratching the surface of no, masculine we can't, we can't unpack that we, we can do we can talk about that on the next okay episode. so let me just leave it masculine feminine energy it's spectrum you can tap into it it does not have anything to do with gender it is energy that we all embody so that's going to be a whole other episode um what this is the last question what's the best date you've ever been on or the worst date you've ever been on any any fun funny stories coming to mind Oh, you did tell me about it, a funny date, but I don't, it's up to you. <laughs> Wait, what date? Like, well, I literally don't I, remember. A a woman that had crazy stories. Wait, don't go too far. I'm I not. That's why I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I don't know. I think we may have to open up the next episode with that. Literally, like. Yeah, I think I was trying to think if I had any stories and I need to really ponder okay tell everyone what they you want them to do with your app right now i mean they know what they need to do i want them to show me what they want. download (laughs) heartstring and upload a video and you get it'd be awesome a thousand dollars no definitely i don't have a thousand dollars to give that is not what's happening Uh, kidding you do not give you do not get any a thousand dollars but you might need the love of your life yeah or you just get and have some fun you get to be part of a cool new experience of dating and see where it goes. So check that out. But the point is this, download it, throw in some videos. You don't have to just do one. You can, you know, throw, make as many videos as you want and reach out to me on the social media, DM me on in, in Instagram or on DM. TikTok. Um, yeah. Slide into my DMs, please. At... Get heartstring or no heartstring dating. Yes. DM Lee Michael. Because I'm the only one behind the scenes and I'd love to get your feedback on the app and its current version and just what you'd like to see more of or what you'd like to see less of. So, um, yeah, we'd love to hear more. You could be a part of something huge. Imagine if, if one of the apps that are that are out now, if they asked you what you wanted to see, this is your chance. This is going to be big and you get to you get to have a voice in the future of dating. This is the ground level. So as always, Sarah, I appreciate well, for having thank me Thank you for being on the show. And we will continue. We'll pick up next time on our date experiences. Yeah, that's going to be juicy. I'll write a list of things to talk about. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.